Hello, it's Friday, January 27th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on improving adoption of value-based care and how to get that. As Healthcare Value Week continues, it's important to highlight what aspects of Medicare's alternative payment models are working for medical groups and what areas need improvement to incentivize greater participation. In a January 24 MGMA stat poll, Medical groups were asked if Medicare had done enough to incentivize practices to adopt value-based care. 93% answered no. Wow. So let's look inside some other numbers as well. In MGMA's 2022 Annual Regulatory Burden Report, 61% of surveyed medical group practices stated they would be interested in participating in an APM. However, 78% indicated that there is not a clinically relevant APM currently available for practices to participate in. Also, we went all the way back to January 2020th, and another MGMA stat poll found that only 19% of medical group practices participated in APMs. So let's look at this from one more angle. Since the Medicare Access and CHIP Reauthorization Act was signed into law in 2015, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has attempted to move away from fee-for-service and transition to value-based care. MGMA has long supported the development of voluntary APMs and has urged CMS to eliminate barriers to physician participation to advanced value-based care. We also believe that CMS should offer appropriate support, flexibility, and incentives while developing well-designed APMs for all specialties that offer stability and transparency. And finally, the APM 5% incentive payment was set to expire at the end of 2022, but the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2023 extended the bonus for an additional year, but lowered it to 3.5% instead of 5%. While MGMA is happy our advocacy efforts have helped stop the complete discontinuation of this incentive payment, it is critical that Congress reinstate the full 5% to realize the potential of APMs. MGMA members have seen positive results from participating in APMs, but have detailed that this incentive payment was essential to their success. Offering other positive incentives and flexibilities, such as upfront investments, resources, and tools, would only further practice participation. Your contributions are vital to MGMA's ongoing work to provide greater resources, education, and advocacy for medical group leaders, and to be part of this effort Sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. You sign up by texting STAT to 33550 or visit mgma.com slash STAT. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. 
For our next article, I wanted to mention some regulatory news. This has been Healthcare Value Week, um, and there was a an event, a virtual event, on Thursday, January 26th. It's still available online. You can access that information uh, on your own time. So this, just to give you uh, an idea of what happened, this multi-day event included a variety of no-cost, that's again, no-cost educational content. It included presentations from CMS leadership and other key industry leaders with the goal of developing a path forward to advance opportunities to participate in value-based care models. There is a thought leader panel on barriers and opportunities for independent physicians in value-based care uh, that featured MGMA's SVP of Government Affairs, Anders Gilberg. And for more information, including a full schedule of events and registration links, please visit the Health Care Value Week website. I'm going to send you a direct link in the episode show notes, so look out for that as well. The general link is hcvalueweek.org. But again, I will add that direct link in there for you. I'll leave you this week with an article on when your feelings conflict with your leadership role. This article first appeared in the Harvard Business Review. While the emotional work you do as a leader may go unrecognized and undervalued, it is more vital than ever in today's work world. This labor is often a selfless and pro-social act allowing you to care for and positively impact others, even when you're not feeling it. However, it should not come at your personal expense. So how can leaders walk in authenticity tightrope? Here are a few techniques to try the next time you find your emotions and the emotions you're expected to display in conflict. Number one, reappraise the situation. When your feelings and emotional expectations are discordant, deep acting offers a healthier, more effective alternative to surface acting. With this technique, you focus on finding legitimate reasons to feel the expected feelings so you don't need to fake them. For example, Dara understood that she should be good-tempered and collaborative in transitioning her organization to another leader Nevertheless, she felt unvalued and upset about the whole situation. To manage this incongruity, Dara focused on the benefits of the situation. It was a chance for her to do something new. In reappraising the situation, Dara changed her emotional state so that she could more authentically show up with the expected emotions. Number two, focus on what matters. Another deep acting technique is to focus on the larger purpose of your work. Focusing on the people who benefit from your work can be energizing and reduces the likelihood of burning out. For instance, John saw that his expressions of disdain and chagrin negatively impacted his team. By thinking about his team's needs rather than prioritizing his value around transparency, John moved from feeling like a fraud to feeling good about showing up for his team in the ways they needed. To refocus, take a step back and reflect on why your work matters. 
What impact does it have on your team members, your customers, or even the broader community? Creating a positive outcome for people who we care about can make our experience of displaying certain emotions less taxing and negative. And third, do an emotional audit. Situations that cause us to experience internal dissonance are opportunities for personal learning and growth. So do an emotional audit and ask yourself, what am I feeling? Where do I feel it in my body? What is causing me to feel that way? What does my reaction say about my beliefs or my values? This process can build your emotional intelligence. It can strengthen your capacity to perform emotional labor and leadership over time. Many leaders happen to be disconnected from their feelings and bodies, unaware of how their inner landscape influences their actions. However, self-awareness and skilled emotional management are essential for effective leadership in today's complex and challenging world. To keep up with the latest industry news, subscribe to the MGMA Insights newsletter. Go to mgma.com slash insights newsletter. And to keep up with the latest healthcare legislation, visit mgma.com slash advocacy. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.